good to see you. Welcome back to the Age of Enfrightenment podcast in a very special remote location somewhere in the wilderness of Pennsylvania. I am here with my two co-hosts, Theo. Oh, hey. Theo, where are we right now? Uh, so we are in my dad's mountain house in north central Pennsylvania. Uh, we talked about it specifically on the... Um, Give him the address. <laughs> when we did the uh the episode on um the woods and wilderness but yeah we came up here just to have a, a guy's weekend and so we are sitting in the kitchen area of the cabin uh on a table in front of us is several knives and um a pornography magazine <laughs> and about a a half inch dreidel which brings us to my other co-host dave hey <laughs> i'm just gonna all episode. <laughs> oh, there's, there's gonna be so much foley in this episode. I'm so excited. Is that how you win, Dreidel? <laughs> yeah. So, um, besides the uh, the awesome location for this one, uh, we also are joined by uh, some of our buddies. Uh, so you guys are faithful listeners, and by that I mean, you no, know, Dan and Andy. Half of our last listenership is here, <laughs> yeah. which is really exciting. We've got a huge crowd. Yeah. Uh, we have a really big audience. These two the guys audience? gave almost $1,000 each on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to do an episode with us. Anyway, you might remember from the Aliens episode, our buddy Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Long time listener, first time caller. Um, <laughs> Still my joke. And, and we all... Fuck, I'm sorry, Kev. Started, all... started off from the top. <laughs> this is Kev's night. We're also joined by our good buddy Kev. Hi, hey. Kev. Hey, howdy. What's going on, brother? Uh, you know, just in this cabin with you jagaloons. <laughs> Kev is here as our expert witness on the topic. Also, and as Nick usual. Never introduced Dave. <laughs> Dave is also. No, I, 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 absolutely. He did it in a really anti-Semitic way. <laughs> I talked about the small dreidel. Oh, I'm sorry. I introduced I, Dave. I, I, I didn't sleep a lot last night, and I did a lot of drinking. I'm also so. going to Google the word that Kev just said, just so we're sure that it's not racist. Jagaloons is not a racist <laughs> word. I don't know if that's true. It's, it's about totally as racist not. as zebra cakes, which <laughs> should be racist, but it's not. I'm telling you, that's a racist term. <laughs> okay, no, we're good. I know we're good. It's okay, okay well, racist. I don't right. So. I'm the fact checker this <laughs> so we're here in the woods and it's very fortunate that we're all together because one that we've had in the hopper as far as topics go for a while now is what we're talking to kev about specifically because he's super fascinated by it mm-hmm. and why don't you tell us exactly what that is uh serial killers uh it's something that i when i explain it to people i have to preface with that i am not one uh <laughs> and that i promise that i'm not a scary creepy person i mean i, I guess i am right. but um, what what hours do you tend to be asleep and where is your home? <laughs> what, you what is it like to lick a knife? <laughs> uh, with or without the blood. How, how long have you been a serial killer? <laughs> I mean, really, you're born with it, I think. Uh, I remember... Don't be so insensitive. <laughs> yeah. It's not a choice. Yeah, man, it's 2018. So, yeah, this is, like like Nick said, this is one we've been um, sitting on for a while. We're kind of knocking those out, like we did the vampire one recently. Yeah. We're getting around yeah. to, like, I don't know, the, the obvious ones. Stuff that we really should do. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I, I think we're all really stoked on this one because, you know, Kev obviously is uh, probably the most learned about the subject, but it's something that really yeah. fascinates all of us. Definitely. And, and it, it's it's weird to say because it's such a grim subject, 
But, but it's a grim subject that we're allowed to be interested in, right? Like, in our country. I feel like people are like, yeah, I'm into that, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, we were just discussing, like, the popularity of, like, true crime podcasts and, like, TV shows and stuff like that. And how it's, like, really blowing up because there's a market for it. And there seems to be, and I don't, I don't have any numbers to back this up, but I feel like women specifically are coming out of the woodwork yeah. being super into true crime. So yeah. I know my wife is fascinated by it. So this is mm-hmm. the sword and scale. We got super into mind hunter together and we were talking about it. And she too has like pointed out, like it seems like something and it's probably just the unfortunate truth. This is my theory that women in general kind of have to walk around being more afraid of being attacked than we sure, are yes. just by just sheer like statistics. But it seems like something that fascinates women. Whereas I feel like I'm into a lot of spooky stuff Serial killers, I'm only kind of mildly into compared to a lot of the other topics we've done. And I don't know if that means that Kev is a woman, but we can explore <laughs> well, that topic as well. Well, everyone, I've been meaning to get this off my chest. <laughs> now that you have such a massive platform. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting is serial killers have become so popular as a, as a topic. There's so many podcasts now. There's so many shows However, there aren't that many modern-day serial killers. Right, it's not like, something we're plagued by. We're, yeah. we're almost yeah. out of that era just because the investigative techniques and the technology has taken such a leap that it's not like the 70s where you could you could just kill drifters all day. Right, for decades. <laughs> like, you could do it from the like, 50s to the 70s and then kind of retire because yeah. you got sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> And no one would ever know. Like, literally, like... Yeah, you yeah. could kill enough people to just kind of fade away into obscurity and then be like, remember that time somebody <laughs> killed people for, like, three decades yeah. and we never found them? But he just got the Golden State uh, killer. Yeah, yeah that's literally. right. Yeah, and, like, he was active back then and no one knew what And was you know on. that guy thought he was in the fucking clear. Of course he did. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. he kind of was for, like, yeah. 30 years. It's a whole new century. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, that's a long... A lot has changed in that yeah. time. And it was, like, through DNA technology. Yeah. So I think we're going to talk yeah. about a lot of specific DNA. people. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to leave it up to the group to stay, like, like where do we start with this? So, because I think there's a lot to unpack. I, I, I think to kick it off... Um, Kev, why don't why don't you just like give us a rundown on like why this is something that appeals to you? Yeah, uh, I've always had a really like morbid, like really big morbid curiosity. Um, I'm like really into like mobster shit, uh, like so I and and like it, I'm more into like kind of opposite of what Nick said about how he you're like big into the like spooky like paranormal yeah, paranormal yeah. stuff. I like I love the true crime, the serial killer stuff, specifically like the psychology behind it. I'm also I do like as as messed up as it is the morbid you know aspect of it I do like I don't sit there and like study like methods and just stuff like that. Fucking pulling on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah, I'm not like studying. So I just want to say, yeah. so we can set a scene. Kev has started to furiously masturbate. But no, I, I, I don't know why. I've, I've always and like I was joking earlier about having to explain it, but like I do. Like my my girlfriend now, like I had to tell her like. I'm going to be weird sometimes because I listen to so much true crime and specifically serial killer shit that it makes me paranoid and I don't want you to think that I'm a weirdo because I like this <laughs> stuff so much. And it's it's almost it, it is a little bit unexplainable I guess, but a lot of it has to do with like why people would want to do that and like the science almost the science behind it and and you know things that, like that. That's something that 
I, I think I came to the realization that the reason that this interests me is a curiosity and just trying to figure out the mind of a person that's gone so off the rails yeah. that this is something that they do. Something that's just so completely foreign to me. Yeah. No, and it's and it's it's crazy because I think there's typically a specific demographic that goes for it. Uh, it's like white dudes. So like t- typically. So uh, and and I find that like kind of interesting. Obviously, it's not just that. I, you know, there's a, there's but a lot to do. But vast majority, yeah, just yeah, almost yeah, yeah. entirely. Those are the worst. <laughs> like 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 Mindhunter was mentioned. Like you watch that show, and I like basically everyone in that show is white. Like and they talk to a bunch. And they of talk people. about oh, that yeah. too. Like yeah, they, yeah. they they're setting up a profile because there was a time where people didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. I think what's interesting that the show brings up, fictional or not, is mm-hmm. that the true fact that for a long time people would die en masse in a certain way. And yeah. even if there was, like, like Jack the Ripper, even if there was a, ma- a media history about it, no one wanted to actually do the work as to finding out why. Yeah, no. And that was the first time that the government took way too long to really say, like, well, it seems like this is a thing. Yeah. We could learn about them if we just took the time to... to and people would be like, no, it's taboo. Like, you don't want to... Why would you want to understand such a sicko? And it's like, well, so people stop so getting fucking yeah. murdered. And look at us now. Like we, like you mentioned, like it's pretty rare. Right, like uh, Dave know. said, it's it's not something that we're actually plagued by. Like, you know, people like to pretend like we live in a very dangerous time right now. It's, it's like, like, well, the we safest... have... <laughs> it's gotten safer. And one yeah. of the things that we see less of is serial killers. Tip- well, they're caught quicker... Um, it seems like I, I mean I'm sure that there's like serial killers in the making that have been caught like they yeah, killed I'm sure one the person. really good ones yeah. we don't know are doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> well it's it's interesting a lot of times serial killers are made because there mm. are lots of sociopaths that mm. are born there's 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 lots of very bad people that are born but there's something about serial killers in particular where they just it's usually something when you look back in their history, it's a massive head wound as a child, or it's like a very, very bad cycle of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, oh, this person was made. Mm-hmm. It's like what pushes a regular sociopath, which is a ridiculous sentence, into being an actual serial killer. Yeah. It, there's even, uh, uh, like, recently, this one podcast I was listening to, they. they uh, we won't have you. Uh, talk I won't, about I'm not going to plug them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's but they. The age of yeah, yeah. It's uh, fucking garbage. Don't listen to it. <laughs> five um, stars on iTunes. And... But uh, no, they, they, there was like a. I think there's um, a correlation between uh, like even like bedwetting, um, and yeah. and thing, like, which is insane to me that like they can go like oh like this sp- specific person like used to like wet the bed all the time and then now they murder people and, and then like a... kind of talking to, to I think that connects well to what Dave was saying yeah. here because there are I'm sure millions of people that yeah. wet their bed up to a certain age Yeah, they don't all become serial killers no of course not yeah. so it's taking that mold whatever those yeah. traits are and then pushing it whether it's through abuse or so, like some kind of trauma but it's like there's st- but there's still that weird correlation of yeah. these things were here first and then add this ingredient and you get a serial killer. Yeah. Or it seems to be that's what at least they're looking into. The head trauma is a big thing too. I feel like a lot. There's yeah. a huge correlation with that. Where like some, like a, literally like someone just dropped them on their head when they were a baby, and, and like think and about that does something to their the brain violence history. of like football players who have yeah. CTE. Like, yeah, that's that, you know that's, what I was yeah. just about to say. It's like they somehow got an early start on CTE. Right. Well, so yeah. You were looking into it ahead of time and yeah. just not in the right 
Yeah. Or the place that we know about it most now. Well, I mean, concussions change people. You know, like we were, I literally were talking about that earlier. Mm. Like, you know, and um, there was like those recent, uh, like, not serial killings, but those dudes in uh, Bucks County, like, that killed those, like, local teens over, like, drug dealing stuff. And the one guy was found to have, like, he had, like, a really bad, like, ATV accident. And everyone said, like, oh, he had a really bad concussion. And ever since then, he was, like, crazy or not crazy i guess that's not the right word but like unstable. different yeah, yeah. He became unstable yeah. and like and then he murdered like four people and yeah. you know like <laughs> it's just i don't know it's 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 pretty you know w- crazy that that's that that correlation's there i mean i guess it's not crazy but you know huh. yeah. yeah well that i mean that like head injuries it's documented that that can completely change your personality because it was in the um oh God, i don't know the exact dates but i think like the early 1900s um, do you guys know the story of Phineas Gage? Phineas Gage, I yeah. was going to bring him up. Yeah, totally different person. Yeah, yeah. crazy. He, yeah, he he got like a, a metal spike in an accident that was like lodged through his head, and like it looked like it should have killed him, mm-hmm. but he survived. But it completely changed his brain, yeah. and he just came out a, an absolute different person. Yeah, like literally a different. Like he was like I, I think if I recall correctly, it's been a while since I've heard anything about him, but like um, he was like totally mild-mannered, totally, like, nicest dude in the world, and then I think I, he was, like, a railroad worker or something, or, and yeah, yeah. got the spike through his, I, I forget which part of the brain mm. it affected, but it was, like, essentially kind of like a lobotomy yeah, sort of thing, and then, well, like, and afterwards, he was yeah. just, like, he had no empathy after that, I think. Mm. And I could be completely wrong. No, I think but... you're. I think you're right. Those were the details, and and there's a lot of. So that's a really extreme example, and there's smaller mm. examples. Like I have a cousin who had a stroke maybe 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and without going details of as to what it was, but her personality changed a lot, mm. and and it's something that we kind of joke about, like. She's sort of like a carefree person, whereas she was more of like a type A, like sort of control freak before. So even like little things that are like sort of humorous can change when a person has some kind of brain. So I think we'll get into that, but we should probably talk about maybe what are examples of this. And I don't know, Kev, what what did you bring to the table as far as like Um, could dive into this a little bit for us? (laughs) Well, I mean, like I feel like, you know, and again, it kind of goes back to me listening to other like podcast or like reading up a little bit or watching like Mindhunter and like mm. other media um as far as like the and and the profile being created for that um base, you know and, and it goes back to head drama um lots of uh, like abuse and things like that that was mentioned oh, yeah. um like so for instance uh, Ed Kemper a really famous serial killer and if you've seen Mindhunter he's like the main killer in that one and the dude who plays him is amazing. And he, he's really nailed. It's like super. It's so compelling. It's so compelling. But like his whole thing was like he his he had like issues with his mom, and he like would kill these women, and then bring them home, um, or bring home body parts or things like that. And then he, uh, if I remember correctly, he buried their heads somewhere where they were like looking up to his mom. Because uh, like that, he like put his mom on a pedestal or something like that, and like he always mm. like wanted them to be looking at her or something like that before he then killed. Yeah, his I mom. mean, with anything you put on a pedestal later, yeah. he cut her head off and then fucked it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like it was <laughs> made I mean, love. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's yeah. Keep it, keep um, it clean. You know, and and so there's like that 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 trauma. I guess his mom. I can't remember exactly what she was. Just really like mentally abusive. Yeah. Right. And he was, he lived with her, and he was, you know, like, in his 30s, and um, she would just, like, give him Hassle shit. Hassle him, yeah. Yeah. 
and he, he just kind of snapped. I don't know. I, I again, I wish I knew more about. He's a really. It's an his his whole thing is so truly disturbing. Like he's one yeah. of the ones where it's like, and and you see like you see videos of him, and he's like a pretty normal guy when he talks about. It. He's yeah. just sitting there, just like, yeah, like you know, I I fucked that dead body, and it was okay, and this is what happened, and then I cut her up, and the, you know, or whatever, and it was like nothing. Um, uh, but then there's also these like weird uh, other aspects where like. I mentioned, like, the Night Stalker, for instance. Like, he had, like, no M.O. He just was, like, a... He was insane. He was... uh, uh, Early on in his life, he was exposed to uh, uh, violence, like, hyper-violence. Like, he had a cousin who came back from Vietnam and would tell him stories about how he would, like, rape women and things in Vietnam. And he was also a peeping Tom, so he would be with his cousin. And his cousin would, like, literally, like, peep in on these you know, women, uh, and, and do whatever. And, uh, he was exposed to that. He also hit his head. He had, he had head trauma. Oh, um, yeah. but then he started doing that where he was, you know, raping women. And then eventually it, he was robbing them, but he was then killing them. And it was like, he wasn't, I, you know, I guess that, that MO or, or I guess that, that oh, profile. Yeah. So acting more on impulse as opposed well, to he was like a wild, He was like a wild animal. Yeah. He was crazy, but he really shows a classic case of escalation. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. serial killers don't typically just go out and start killing one day. Yeah. They build themselves up to it. So in the case of the original Night Stalker, he s- began uh, sexually assaulting women. Uh, he, he would follow them home and, and basically torment them and then rape them. Then he would suddenly break in even when the guy was home. Mm-hmm. And there's one specific story where... Uh, a thing he would do is he would basically run into a room uh, when a man and woman were sleeping, put a stack of plates on the guy's back, and say, look, I'm going to go rape your wife in the other room. If I hear one of these plates fall off, I'm going to come in here and kill both of you. And he slowly worked his way up, getting ever more violent and violent and violent, until he eventually just started straight up killing people. Mm. But it's a very, it's a very like classic case of it started as like a terrible but like smaller thing, and just like more and more violence and more and more kill fantasy just got in there until yeah. he finally just turned into a full-on serial killer. And this is where, so when I think about that, even for him, it's hard for me to picture it as, as simple as, like, this guy was crazy, or this guy was... Because what you're explaining is, like, it is he's learning, right? So yeah. for, for, obviously for worse, he's picking up on what he can get away with, but it's almost like uh, in Jurassic Park, like, they're testing the fences. Yeah. Like, there's... There's a twisted intelligence to it in the sense that he's kind of dipping his toes in before just going... Like, if he just kind of went mad nutso right away, it's almost you could picture him getting caught a lot sooner. Oh, yeah. But this idea of sort of just working your way up, to me, just shows... it's I, I don't want to let these people get away with, being, with like, the insanity plea. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, no, you're thinking. I know that you're... Yeah. There's something wrong. We've talked about the head trauma, but... There's premeditation in these that goes beyond passion killings, I guess, that you would get from, like, that happen between families a lot. Like, oh, yeah. oh, in the moment, I had this. There's a lot of thought that goes into serial killing, which is, again, what fascinates us, right? It's like, what mm-hmm. could, how could a person think to do this and then follow through yeah, with it? Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, and one thing with him, too, and there's, like, a couple different, like, it's it's, like, the FBI, like, recognizes, like, there's, like, 
money, like monetary reasons for like serial killing, and you have like people who like take out life insurance policies on pe- on like their patients, like doctors who do that or like something like that, and then kill them and then get the money from that. <clears throat> and it's not so much of like the thrill of the kill, although I think deep down that's part of it, obviously. Um, and then like with with him, it was more of like a it, it was like part of that, but then I think it turned into like oh this is great like in his mind, you know, and then that's what he wanted to do. Or, like, someone like BTK who, like, started out stalking first, and then it was like, okay, now I'm going to do this. Like, I think the first, like, his first, like, kill that he, like, talks about, like, he even mentions, like, like, he, he, like, felt kind of, like, he felt bad about it. Like, and he didn't want to do it. Uh, And he also said that a, uh, a, if I remember correctly, a demon frog told him to do these things. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a little bit, (laughs) yeah. But I think that was more him just, like, saying shit because he was like a very smart person Mm. and things like that um but like for him it was like a thrill thing but he another sort of like escalation type situation where he just stalked women uh and then was like okay now i want to you know like either rape them or or do whatever and then he was like i killed you know i i started killing them and and uh uh, he's terrifying, probably because they have tapes (laughs) of him talking about it yeah and it's it's like it's like every it's like when he talks about it, it's like, uh, you know, oh, I, it's like us talking about going to the grocery store. Like, I went and bought some milk. He's yeah. like, yeah, I went in and I stabbed the husband and then I, you know, I took her to the other room and did this. And it's like very, like, like blah, he's so blase about it. There, um, there definitely seems, one of the connecting factors for serial killers definitely seems to be the sexual aspect for it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, um, BTK, uh, Night Stalker, um, Albert Fish, oh, God. Uh, Ed, Ed Kemper, uh, there, there's all this, this, like, sexual part of it even if mm-hmm. they're not raping their victims they're like getting sexual pleasure out of killing them yeah uh, btk used to uh you know pleasure himself after that mm-hmm. after he would kill and he didn't always mm-hmm. he wasn't it wasn't always like him like raping somebody he would he would kill and then he would you know it was like a, a self thing oh yeah, yeah no son of sam used to come in his pants like, yeah. well he was killing people what a fucking yeah. nerd right? <laughs> <laughs> can't even hold it yeah well, what we talked about and when we did the clown episode we talked about gacy yeah. Uh, yeah. you know that that's something that like we 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 touched on was that like he was like he was a homosexual and like he he had some like serious issues with it and was like repressing it and that is kind of like what happened was he just blew up and he started murdering men yeah um but there there's definitely some wires get crossed there there's something that you said uh kev that, that to me i think is the most fascinating i'm almost more fascinated by our fascination as like a country and i think as as a a a modern society because i feel like there's you don't see a lot of historical records of the notion of a serial killer Mm -hmm. but of course they've always been around there's no way that they haven't in medieval times or whatever but we have this very modern notion of it and there was something that you had said about how like creepy it is like the recordings of btk yeah that to me is super fascinating because we we had a war episode recently where we're talking about literally thousands of people dying within yeah. a day even but i feel like most people are kind of tuned out to that and i wonder if part of it is that there isn't the showmanship right well, no. so serial yeah. killers i think that's what fascinates us is like oh we can like kind of peer in on their lives yeah. there's recordings there's documents they wrote stuff down whereas just like death in general 
people are kind of like, oh, I could take it or leave well, it. It's like, a, they're not as fascinated by it because there isn't the... Speaking of death... Pageantry around it. There's these two fucking flies that keep buzzing around. <laughs> and if you hear a well bang, it's because I'm smacking with a fucking fly swatter. So, so, or if you hear the flies whizzing by the microphone, yeah. like, Mommy, yeah. I can hear the flies. Can you hear the flies? <laughs> um, just one of the... We had the door open all day in the cabin, so just one of the joys of recording up in the woods. Yeah. Um, fly Set in the scene. <laughs> Oh, didn't get him. Well, it's funny. Oh, I did the thing, thing I wasn't off. supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's literally what I'm gonna do. With table. Yeah, yeah. Dave gave us one rule: don't bang on the table. <laughs> it didn't take very long for that to be broken. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's it's funny thinking. Well, not funny. I guess it's none of this is technically yeah. funny. I always say that when I'm like talking about this. I'm like, yeah, it's really funny that some of it is kind of funny. It's, it's, it's some of it's like insanely silly. Like it, you know, it's it's so crazy. It's it's you know. It's it's funny. Um, but you mentioned like pre, like modern. Like there's not like a lot of um, data on it because it was a lot of like, uh, like if you like Google like pre 1900 serial killers, a lot of them are like, people like women like, like which kind of goes against the uh, the standard. But like who killed like babies? Like they were like nurses and they were like killing babies or something like that. Or it was like highwaymen who went out and just like killed people for their money. Ah, I'm ah, a highwayman. <laughs> <laughs> I make a living with um, my hands. Like or like big man. gangs of you know people and things like that. I, I read one that uh, this dude, um, he was like basically he was killing, uh, he or he was taking people into like the mountains to like to, like show them tours of the mountains. I can't remember which one it was, and um, he then would kill them and then sell their clothes. That's how he got caught. He was like caught selling these this clothing. Um, and he blamed it on the fact, and I was like laughing when I was reading this. He blamed it on the fact that he's a werewolf, and oh, uh, yeah. he said that he was cursed as a werewolf, uh, and uh, so it kind of ties into the spooky paranormal stuff. Um, and they, basically, they were like, "Oh, like wh- who like did that? Like what happened?" And he was like, "Oh, it was this other guy uh, that I was with, and he was well, he was a wolf too." I didn't know he was a guy until the very end of all this, and then he turned into a man and he ran off and like they're like so well, we're yeah. like holy shit another werewolf yeah yeah right yeah. it's just me but the, my my favorite part about it was like they were like okay like how come you haven't turned into a werewolf since we've had you and he was like oh it was only for thirteen weeks which was the day and it ended the day before you found me. Like, yeah, I got this like really bad werewolf bug. Yeah, like yeah. exactly. Like it was the most convenient. It's like calling out of work. Um, but I, I think... just drank a lot of orange juice. I'm cool now. Yeah, came down a case of, with a case of the wolves. And I, th- I think I think it was it, it happened a lot then. Obviously, I think because it was a lot easier to get away with, and that's why we don't know about a lot right. of these people because they just didn't get caught, you know. And we have this very self conflated idea of how modern and civilized we are so yeah. I think that's part of it too we have this idea that we're past all that yeah. Yeah. and serial killers kind of show in a, in a very dramatic way that we're not yeah. that there's still like animalistic tendencies among us well, and, you, and you think of someone like um, like maybe like Genghis Khan or something who killed you know millions of yeah. people right. and it's like when is he like is he like an all-star serial killer? Like because he like his kill count so high, and you could argue it's because he was like taking land and, and things like that. But that's the financial motivation right there, and like clearly he liked doing it. Like yeah, so right. Yeah, we yeah. talked about Vlad the Impaler I was in yeah, last that's, episode. I was bring that up there's too, a guy yeah. who was like again, was he was boy. a political figure, yeah, but also someone who got a kick out of 
shoving mm-hmm. poles up people's asses. Yeah, and and Kelly, like, yeah. Um, so I, I, it's 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 kind of weird that like all of a sudden like the seventies and like the late sixties and stuff when this started becoming like a thing. And I don't know if it was like a self awareness and like because the FBI started actually tracking it. But serial killers yeah. almost were like celebrities like at that point. Like, oh it became, yeah, like a thing. Yeah, it, it really wasn't until that period. Like, cause they, there were absolutely serial killers before that, like Jack the Ripper and H.H. H. Holmes. Oh, yeah. But there was just such an explosion in the late 60s and early 70s. And, you know, I don't know if it was... You know, that was that was a very turbulent time yeah. in our country. Why? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> and it, the, there was the whole, like free love movement and vietnam and there was lsd everywhere i'm imagining like everything in the 60s had just like a sheen of lsd on it like everything was a little wet with lsd like and you know this just exploded and like i feel like all the all the best serial killers yeah no yeah are from the 60s and 70s yeah it's 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 strange I, i and like i don't i haven't done enough research to like kind of find out if like if it is because, like, they just finally were like, oh, this is what this is, therefore, and that's why, like, they were all, like, mm-hmm. it was more prevalent then, or if it was just, like, people were like, oh, like, oh, other people are doing this, like, I want to do that, so therefore I'm going to do that that's, kind of thing. That's, yeah. It was almost like a self-fulfilling like, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's like a chicken and egg yeah. Yeah. situation. Culturally, and, it was very, like, 60s, 70s was very cult of personality, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, there's Manson, and then we talked about cults, and Jim mm-hmm. Jones, like, yeah. people were looking for either evil or good Christ-level figures. Yeah. Like, no person has ever been more important, and I feel like serial killers fit into that in a weird way. I think it's also, like, interesting when you think about a lot of times when we hear about serial killers, it's like... Oh, there was this string, like, this person killed, like, four people in this very specific way. And then it's like, okay, but, like, we caught them. Now we're worried about the copycat killers, Mm. where it's, like, people who are just, like, oh, this person, like, I don't know if it's the desire to have, like, some sort of fame or whatever, where it's like, oh, this person is on the news, and he did this thing. I could do that thing. I'm going to do that thing. And then it's like, you you know, that's another thing, too, which is probably a whole other topic in it. In and of itself. See, but. the the copycat killer thing always struck me as somebody who desperately wants to kill somebody, but is too paranoid about it. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking yeah. Christ. If you kill one more, you're a serial killer <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of flies. I think I got him. I, think I hope I got him, you son of a bitch. I hope you feel like a big, strong man right now. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> he looks like a big, strong man. Look at him. I think I came my pants a little. <laughs> um, and then they realize, oh, because there's a killer out there, I can kill someone in the exact same way, and it might just get lumped in with this serial killer. Yeah, yeah. It, it strikes me as a much more like playing it safe, like type a practical. Of killer that, makes to go about it. It. that makes a lot. I mean, of it sense. sounds silly. Like I don't want to like diminish what un- like these like if someone murdering right. people, but like I was like I don't count them. You know what I mean? It's like oh like like the copycat killers like because it's just like. Yeah, it's the monkeys. Yeah, come up with, yeah. <laughs> come up with your own fucking ideas. Man. Yeah, or and it's Quick it's a con- copy, it's a convenience man. thing as opposed to like I think a compulsion. Maybe I don't. It's I don't know. I, I mean, it's you know. it's sick, but it's it's a different kind of sick. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like you can't talk about American serial killers without talking about H. H. Holmes. Oh yeah. 
And, you know, for anyone who's not familiar, right after Jack the Ripper happened, right after, turn of the century, H.H. Holmes killed between, I believe it is 17 confirmed, but could be as high as 200. Jesus. Uh, So this guy was a doctor and a con artist. And basically, if if you want to look back to, like, the thing that warped him a bit, he had an incredibly overbearing mother who was a complete control freak. His father was apparently quite abusive, and he was a very, like, sickly, shy kid. So he was already kind of set up for failure, but he was apparently quite afraid of the doctor's office in town. And back then, it, it was very common for there to be, like, a hanging skeleton in a doctor's office. Uh, <laughs> just because it, it was... it just was scare the, off the kids who are always playing <laughs> ding-dong ditch. It was, the be- <laughs> <laughs> it was the beginning of doctors being like, we should know how people work on the inside. Yeah. Like... It was the first and, time... You're right, because it was the first time, too, that that physicians were even, like really cutting cadavers open yeah just to like hey we, we've been working on bodies for centuries maybe we should oh yeah know what they look, look like on the inside these, these johns so some kids some older kids dragged him into the doctor's office and locked him in a room with a skeleton which traumatized the shit out of him yeah that'll fuck you up but he started to in that same moment become fascinated with the skeleton so he began torturing small animals, which is like just pretty the serious. standard yeah. for, yeah. for yeah. Uh, that's your intro class killers. to being a serial killer. <laughs> um, and you know he got caught a few times, like. Uh, but again, we have to remember turn of the century. They were like, he must have a real curiosity for science, yeah. like, and he's cutting up a cat. He's also a little white boy. So yeah. they're kind of like, well, as long as he grows up to be a strong man in business. He's it's got yeah. a lot of moxie, this H.H. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, jumping forward through a bunch of history, he goes to medical school, which is great for him. Because at this time, there's really no anesthesia. Uh, so operating theaters are more or less like torture chambers. And he loves it. He loves working with the bodies. And it's at this period, because his whole thing started out, aside from the fact that he was a killer, he wanted to be rich. And the main way that he got money was through fraud. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he was in medical school, he began kind of a fraudulent business of stealing corpses, taking out life insurance policies... Uh, removing any identifying features of them and then claiming the person is dead and then collecting the insurance money. It's amazing to me how many ways just uh, like a century or two ago you could get your body stolen. Because oh, <laughs> like, yeah. there were people stealing them for science because it was hard to get bodies. So you'd have like people making enterprises out of digging up corpses and selling them to the doctors for altruistic reasons. Then you got this guy with it for like... It just seemed like there were so many ways that you could end up not staying oh, yeah. in your coffin. They used to call yeah. them uh, resurrectionists. Right. Yeah. Wasn't it like Burke and Hare like that? Like yeah. They started out that way where they yeah. were like, like Victorian. Like, uh, and then they just started London. killing people and selling their bodies. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. just yeah. cheaper and more efficient that way to make, you just keep a revolving door yeah. of bodies coming through. Yeah, they had Anyway, the, um, just, just a note on just what a nightmare most of history has been. <laughs> yeah. Up until not recently. Yeah, we're pretty lucky. Yeah, <laughs> gotta say. So, cut forward. 
Holmes basically cons his way into a pharmacy in Chicago. In Chicago, he he acquires mostly through fraud a lot of money over time, and he purchases a three-story, basically block-long building. Yeah, it was huge across the street, which will become known as the Murder Castle. <laughs> And this was right when the <coughs> World's Fair hit Chicago. So you had thousands of people flooding into Chicago, specifically young women, mm. which was his main target. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if people, if your daughter went to the World's Fair and just never came back, there wasn't much you could do. You know, there was a possibility of she got killed, but it could also be she met someone and got married. Mm-hmm. And thank God she never came home. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) So what he would do, to describe the murder castle a bit, the first floor was all shop fronts. And then the second floor was basically like this labyrinthian maze with like hallways that led to nowhere grease chutes that went yeah, down oh to the basement. Like trapdoor, like trap door. Yeah, they went shit. to, like, quicklime pits. Uh, it, it was meant to be confusing. Every room was fixed with uh, with nozzles so that he could gas people. So he would basically yep. release women, usually women, into this maze, basically, where they were going to die. Yep. And there were peepholes everywhere so we could watch. Yeah, I mean, it's like a Saw trap. Yes. So, so if you've ever watched a Saw movie and thought, this seems ridiculously unbelievable, it actually happened. Yeah. It was this guy's home. Yeah. <laughs> and what he would do is, because again, as, aside from everything else, he was an amazing con artist. He was supposed to be like very, very charming, very handsome, could talk his way out of anything. He had a cool mustache. He did have a cool mm-hmm. mustache. But then again, it's, you know, it's like early America. Everybody had cool mustaches. Yeah, yeah. but in particular, <laughs> he was always very sharply dressed. He was always very well-kempt. All right, sorry uh, to talk bad about your boyfriend. He, <laughs> like, he, his fucking dick could really hit the back of your throat. <laughs> like, um, but, it, it, you know, women loved him. Apparently, he, like, really walked this line of being... A little bit scandalous, but also very gentleman-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once he would kill somebody, he would drop them down the grease chutes to his basement, where he had operating tables and a full crematorium. And what he would do, usually, is strip all the skin and muscle off of the bodies and basically articulate them into a skeleton and then sell them to local medical schools. So he made. So there's more money there. Oh yeah, no. He's got he, so many w- ways of getting income, really. Yeah, in in that in that period, dollar amount, he was getting about six thousand dollars per skeleton. Holy shit! Uh, to do something that he essentially loved to do. And he, yeah. so he, like, he had this whole thing where he was doing this and acquiring these skeletons, and he was doing it by himself. Yeah. So he was literally working a skeleton crew. Yes. <laughs> I hit the table again. So, what did I say? <laughs> so it's a foley effect. See, so like the thing about that is that that that's nuts. Is that like that goes beyond just like for monetary reasons. Like Kevin brought up Burke and Hare. They're a resurrectionist in London in the mm-hmm. Victorian days, and they would kill people and sell their bodies. They would just find like drunk guys alone on the street and like you know stab them. 
They didn't construct a murder maze. Yeah, they didn't like, make a mousetrap. That's the yeah. most complicated way to do it. So he was, like, that was, the, the money was, like, just the cherry on top. Yeah, the, it was his Barbie dream house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, th- this, yeah. Was, this was the time uh, of, like, the industrial man, mm-hmm. like Carnegie or, or, or someone like that. Like, and this this guy pretty much did that with murder mm-hmm. and you know this this shocked everybody because jack the ripper had just happened and everybody in america was like can you believe what's going on in london that could never happen here and it was <laughs> like so much worse it was like h.h H. holmes was like i can really up it from five prostitutes yeah and yeah. killed so many people they even yeah. They like there was a show on like History Channel that tried to connect him. To yeah, Jack the I, I I didn't watch it. I saw the first part though, and just okay. seems so fucking. Stupid. It was so where insane. that came from was his great great nephew wrote a book. Yeah, where he implies that he sent because Holmes had a lackey. Basically, he had he had a goon that was a very bad alcoholic. That so he wasn't working a skeleton crew. <laughs> uh, basically, his his shithead little yeah. uh, great great nephew wrote a book to try to make money. Yeah. Like the the theories that he puts forward in that book are laughable. Like there's just no evidence for yeah. any of it. Yeah. And it, I just remember that like there was like oh there's like evidence that he was in London around this time and then like they actually did like just like a little bit of digging and it was like n- no he was killing people in Chicago so yeah. like yeah. info wars it's yeah. like have, have you guys heard or seen of the the Nazi like Hitler in South America show it's it's like it's like hunting sure. Hitler or something yeah and uh, a friend of mine watches it but he was explaining to me and it basically sounds like the gist is they just go to different towns in South America and they're like have see, you seen this see man? This, <laughs> see this chair? Y'all seen Hitler? See this chair? What if Hitler's had this chair? Yeah. <laughs> and they don't give evidence. They're just like, kind of yeah. think about it. And then it's yeah. like, next episode, see this wall? He might, might have leaned on that wall. The shows are getting <laughs> as bad as like the fucking like Bigfoot hunting shows. Yes. Where they like talk about Bigfoot and they're like, Bigfoot has been spotted this area. And they go to the area and like, so is Bigfoot real? Well, probably not, but it would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> we can all agree it'd be cool as Tune shit. in next time on the History Channel. So H.H. Yeah. H. Holmes was yeah. probably not. No, he was not Jack. No. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the executive call and say that's absolutely not true. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. not Jack the Ripper. But he um yeah, he eventually got caught though. The Pinkertons yeah. got him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because you know, he Got like we don't even have time to get into how this happened, but basically he was that that goon mm-hmm. that I just mentioned. So he killed that guy uh, for a, a life insurance life insurance scheme, um, and was methodically killing his whole family. He had yeah. like seven. Yeah. He, he married he married his his wife, right? He had a million wives. Oh, okay. yeah. He was in a constant state of like marrying someone, uh, and then, and then I'll be right life, back. Ins- life insurance, oh murder. Oh, it wasn't even that. Oh, yeah, you're All right. over yeah. the country, he would, he would get a wife, and then be like, it wasn't super uncommon to be like, I'll see you in eight months. Yeah, and he would get another wife. He had wives all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was in the process of killing that guy's entire family one at a time over the course of weeks like 
and another one of his life insurance schemes fell through then all the heat from the Pinkertons came down and that's when he actually got caught because when they when the cops eventually raided the murder castle it was like oh oh this is a hell dungeon yeah. like this is <laughs> I mean, no yeah it was and it was right there like the whole time um yeah I H.H. E. Holmes is is amazing like I he's someone who I feel like there's so much out there and I haven't done enough reading on him just because it's like there is so much there is so much there's out there there's actually a spectacular Netflix documentary well a, a documentary on Netflix called H.H. H. Holmes yeah. uh I really highly recommend and, it and it does a really it. good job I know oh, I watched it with you oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> quick guys high five well he recommends you watch it again yeah <laughs> fun fact about H.H. Holmes uh, just confirmed in the last was it a year and a half or so yeah based on uh, based on DNA remains he is officially buried in a cemetery in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania. It's like down oh, the street from shit. Phil's house. Just yeah. miles from where most of us in this room grew up. Yep. Um, so pretty, And this is unbeknownst to us for a long time. Oh yeah, I was blown away. It was when contested where his actual remains were. People knew that he was in Philadelphia. Well, they thought he faked his death. They, they thought he faked his death, and it was like, well, he was executed here, but he might have been there, and, and mm. it was this sort of debate. But yeah, uh, scientifically confirmed. His his remains are basically right near where we went to high school. Yeah, and we yeah we were we were talking about doing like a like a a trip to like see the grave, but I think like you pen exhumed the body. Yeah, yeah, they had like one of the one of the schools did. Those best. It was part of that show. I think. I, Ironically, like they're articulating his skeleton and just like, <laughs> yeah, displaying he's hanging, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, some vaudevillian yeah. like puppet shit with it no and, and jack the ripper was brought up and and that's interesting just because we know so little about jack like we there's a lot known but there's like i mean there's like a big theory that there was like two people that were like you know what I mean? it wasn't just like one guy running around killing prostitutes um and it blows my mind that like they're like that person got away with it and like they and it was a very i remember correctly like a pretty quick set of murders dude like mm-hmm. two happened in like one day yeah mm-hmm. almost at the like very like within like an impossible amount of time for someone to get like from one point like point A to mm. point B type thing. Um <clears throat> so I don't know, pretty lucky though, I guess, for that or guy. Or he was just the champ, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the goat. Uh, no 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 no. There's I think Ted Bunny's the goat if we're yeah. if we're yeah. going <laughs> See, no, if we're I, gonna start ranking here. I, I would say H. H. Holmes is the goat though. Uh, well, definitely on on numbers. He is definitely the most creative. Yeah, I would say yeah. He gets creative. He, he gets, yeah, like, he he gets the, the biggest. Prize for... He was the biggest swinging dick. I think the thing with, <laughs> the thing with H. H. Holmes. I think he gets overlooked because Bundy and Gacy. I think there's a menace to them. Uh-huh. That people, I think people put, rank them higher on like a scare factor. Whereas even H. H. Holmes, you talk about him now. I think we tend to romanticize him as he's a psychopath. But he's like a he's like a swanky gentleman, and he's got a oh, mansion. Yeah. I feel like he gets overlooked because of his swagger. Mm. Whereas we look at a lot of the other guys that are kind of like creepy loners, and yeah. we're like, yeah, I know some fucking guys like that. Like that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think that's the case. I think it's because we have interviews 
with Bundy. And he's and well, yeah, it's yeah. like that. Patrick. We can see yeah. how creepy they are well, from when they finally break and just tell everything. <clears throat> right. Where with Holmes, like never got we, the satisfaction. No. Yeah. Like he. Well, the thing though is like Ted Bundy was like a very like social like cool guy. Like like he mm-hmm. part of his like scheme was like he was like a, like. A, a good looking dude and like he would you know hit on women and they would like loved him so like they would hop in his car and then he would you know do a bunch of shit to him including murdering them and like he'd so, eat the butt I, I would not I, 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 honestly I, yeah it wasn't even his hopping in his car cause yeah he was super well, he, charming he, he was, had that Volkswagen yeah he, yeah. He, he, he was super charming he was really handsome but soft as lips. <laughs> just what what he would do was so much worse. Eyes that he get lost in. They're he, like pools of infinity. <laughs> he would put on a fake cast and have yeah. crutches. Yeah. Oh, that's and right. Yeah, yeah. He would basically he would have a bunch of books and he would hang out at college campuses and mm-hmm. be like, Hey, yeah, yeah, you know, I just I can you give me a hand like putting these books in the trunk like with my cast, mm-hmm. I can't do it and as soon as they got close, it, just, they would just, just went in the trunk. Smack them over the head or yeah. toss them in the trunk, whatever it was. Like, which is just awful like it makes me never want to help anybody yeah yeah, yeah no, like, I, I didn't know that that's fucked up yeah, yeah. I, I will say i and this is like the i always i was talking about this with a friend who's way more well-versed in this than i am um and she's like and as you were saying like she's so interested in and then she kind of falls into that stereotype of like a you know a young woman who loves this craziness right um but like we were talking about like basically favorite serial killers, which is a uh, weird sentence. Yeah. Um, and and I'm like Ted Bundy is probably, I'd say he tops my list. You got a poster Be- of him on your wall. I mean, I got a few. <laughs> he signed one actually. I, I found it. It was on eBay. I don't understand. Well, it, when but. he went into berserker mode, finally, that was the craziest thing I've ever. I didn't. So I more recently found it. Like got into Ted Bundy. Um, and, and uh, his, early, his early stuff, not his fucking yeah. his first album. Not his every fucking sold out. <laughs> yeah. no, this was his late stuff. Yeah, when he went yeah. into berserk. Yeah, when he like broke, he he got out of police custody and just was like an animal. Like he just yeah. was like, I need to do. It was a compulsion. He was. He, he like. Yeah. Okay, so really quick, drop some knowledge on right. me about, and you may actually yeah, get a Bundy. So basically, like, I mean, he was you know doing this you know scheme where he would you know have these women come help him do things, and then he would you know, knock him out, take him home, whatever, and, and do his thing, or do it in his car. And then he got caught. Yeah. And and then in Florida, like, he, he got caught, he broke out. Um, I, I can't remember if he... I, I can't remember how exactly he broke out. You may be able to... Uh... It it took him a long time. Yeah, like, like like they had him and they were like talking to him and he just I think he like got out of a court like he was at a courthouse or something and like yeah did he hop out of a window or something yeah like, something like that he just walked out like did he actually break his leg and then need help move actually his I, think he, I think he jumped out of <laughs> it, fucking like, nerd a, like, yeah <laughs> no he jumped out of a window a second and he story window ankle. yeah he jumped like, out of a second story window in but Florida he. We started. He yeah. went to I forget Florida, which man. It was Florida, man. I forget which university, but he went from that and just started trying doors. Yeah, and sorority just like right away, like yeah. And he found one that was unlocked, and he essentially went in the middle of the night, room by room, and just killed a whole sorority. Yeah, like Holy yeah, shit. like so. And and the thing was was like he was a very methodical killer, like originally. 
and then I think I feel like he was like it was like a bottled up like I haven't been able to do this like and I'm out here now like right. he used to be able to take his time and yeah. like and, and, he's he, like, and oh. he had his method and he was like very specific about things and and and, and like I think one of the women he killed in that sorority like he just like smacked like a, smacked her over the head with like a I think it was like a log or something yeah they found bite marks on him yeah and like he was like biting them and stuff like it, like he went like full berserk berserker yeah. like it was in like that that was so intriguing to me that like he this compulsion was so much to him that he like he was like fuck it he was like, like I'm, no I don't even care about to, like, like go the, underground and like disappear. like the process or like, like you no, know like, and things like rock. that. He uh, he he he's yeah. doing a mountain of coke. He yeah. was like, yeah. the federales are coming after yeah. me. I'm just gonna <laughs> do it all. And it's and it's crazy because they ended up using him to profile other serial killers. Yeah. And then they they basically like, uh, what's his name? Gary Ridgeway. Like they kind of had an idea of who that guy was because of Ted Bundy. They used him in the investigation to find that guy, um, or initially, and they I think yeah. they found him Hannibal Lecter style. And Gary Ridgeway is actually it's like we don't like one him of the most prolific. <laughs> Bundy, you're, 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 like unorthodox. you're, you're an unorthodox. You're doing guy. this one by the book. You do damn good results. Do damn good cop work. Um, <laughs> and I think we, I mean, we, you could probably spend multiple episodes talking about Ten Bundy alone. Like, he oh, was, like that the the berserker thing. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like that's, that for me was that's like really yeah. almost every serial killer does that. They eventually, what normally happens with serial killers. There's usually a big space of time in between their initial killings because yeah. they like they do it. And then I don't know if it's like them telling themselves like, OK, I satisfied that I'm craving. I'm done. Yeah. And they keep going back. They almost always hit a phase, though, where they go into what's known as berserker mode, where they basically start killing a lot of people very quickly. And they're kind of sloppy about it. Yeah. yeah. And that's usually when they go down like <laughs> It's just, it's it's escalation. Like they just like an addict. They just need more and more and more yeah, and more. Yeah. And, they and their behavior gets worse and worse until finally they get caught. Well, and and it's funny thinking about like BTK was previously mentioned because he like did the opposite. Like he was always yeah. very really methodical, and then he stopped. And then he, the only reason he got caught was because he got butt hurt basically because someone was like. Kind of like cop, like I, 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 someone was kind of like t- like talking bad about him Just or like throwing shade. Like, at like, <laughs> honestly, essentially, and he uh, he he um, started sending like letters to the police department or like like and, right. or discs, and they figured out who he was by basically unencrypting the floppy disks that he was using. So there's another piece of serial killers that I think we should talk about before we like go any further so i think the big thing that sticks out a lot of people's mind is this desire to like be known yeah which we haven't really talked about because that's a good point yeah this why aren't people talking about me anymore i'm the big show that seems to be a part of this like zodiac and btk like this need to share with specifically the people whose job it is to catch you yeah I mean, well, how does that, I think, psychologically factor into... Because that's something that I would say is different. Like, So it's not exactly an addiction, right? Yeah. Because you don't be an addict and then at the same time want everyone on the world to know what an addict you are I think, all the time. It's not like I want to show off this. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little different that there's like this ego to it. So yeah, yeah. What, where does that come from? Like, I, Well, I think that the, 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 there's like an addiction. There's a thrill to like being known. Like it's like... I'm doing this shit, mm. like, and I want these people to like fear me, or you know, I want to be a celebrity, and 
um, like someone like <clears throat> the Zodiac. I mean, we don't know because he was Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ted Cruz liked a porno- pornographic video on Twitter on 9-11. <laughs> Let's all never forget that. That is an actual thing yeah. that Wait, happened. That was on 9-11? That was on 9-11. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that aspect though. That makes it so much fucking better. Never yeah. forget. Um, Piece of shit. That's why we'll, we'll always remember that date when Ted Cruz liked a porn post uh, on Twitter. Uh, it was incest porn too. It was. It actually Wait, was. Wait, it's very hot these days. Oh right, that's, I did know that. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, no, but like someone, someone like the Zodiac, who probably was to, is Ted Cruz. <laughs> Love um, says porn. Uh, like, like clearly that person like wanted, like they like they said like they almost wanted to be caught because like they were like oh like, and funny enough wasn't. Um, and I think it was because they were like yeah like I'm doing this and it's all it's not just for them like they're like uh, yeah like someone like as I mentioned like Gary Ridgeway who killed probably like ninety people they think yeah. um, was caught but wasn't like out there like like yeah i'm killing these people like you know or these women like he was very secretive about it and never wanted to be found out um but then you have people like uh the zodiac or um btk who started like taunting the police yeah um which is i mean i i I mean like it's like an ego thing well and it's escalation too so i think that's piece of it it's like oh man this just doing it is not getting me off anymore and sometimes you get things where they're not contacting the media or the police but like i know albert fish he would send letters to his victim's family oh yeah i was just like describing what he did to the kids he killed he's probably the whoa wait carl are you saying you're (laughs) anti-serial i'm I'm taking a stand how do we get this far i'm like the least versed in on this topic of everyone so when you hear like if you hear in the background someone just kind of like jesus fucking christ yeah. <laughs> that's all me because this is all new information albert fish was a was a beast on he was just a, i don't even like, know like that monster. that dude was the worst i like as far as like uh not numbers but just like content yeah like yeah. he was like beyond anything i think m- we've like no like killing and eating children just inhuman really I mean, quality over quantity yeah no, honestly like <laughs> yeah. you know and it's and it's he got I, he got um officially tried for did he get oh fish only tried <laughs> oh man fuck you you can edit that out they pinned pins three on him <laughs> yeah but it's kind of like known that like there's more that oh he's well he just, was he, yeah, he was a serial molester, and like it was like a whole thing. He was also like a mega sadist. Like he he did. I I remember reading something that said that one of the things that he would do is he would get a rose. This is really awful. Just heads up. Oh, man. Um, he would get a rose stem with thorns yeah. and shove Ugh. it right up the pee hole. Yeah. Oh, he also his or when they his his, 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 his. Oh, he also yeah. uh, Jesus. he also when they I believe when they arrested him they found that he had just shoved a bunch of right. needles. How? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He had a bunch of needles like in in his gooch. Theo. Like, I mean, for, like, sorry for using the silly term, but, like, and then, no, please, sorry. No, that's the, yeah, med- yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. medical term. And then, yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, I am a the medical, medical term doctor. is grundle. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hoge. It's all kinds of fun stuff. I've never heard the hoge. Oh, uh, Theo, it's 2018, hoge. you can't kink shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Sorry. Don't knock it till you try it. But uh, he also, when they were getting ready to execute him, like he was like excited to be like he was like I want to try this chair out. Like 
You know, he was, like, pumped to be electrocuted. Like, yeah. he was, like, into it. Well, that's good for everybody. We all win. I mean, he's, like, I highly recommend that no one ever looks up anything about him because there's so much out there. You can read the letter that he sent to one of the families, and I it is... Yeah, one, too. It is so legit- don't look it up, but we will put a link in the list. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is legitimately one of the most horrific things I've ever yeah. read. It's, yeah. like, I don't think I finished it. Like, he was he was inhuman. Yeah. I, there was like, like, like the good kind that like, live on the moon. Yeah. yeah, not the kind that can like up. blow up celestials with his voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I I'm just like rattled thinking about Albert. Yeah, Fisher he's right now. he he he's one where like I do have an interest in the subject. Yeah, but you reach ones that it's just like this goes beyond anything I know how to deal with. Yeah, this becomes like fucking grim. grim. Yeah, the the toy box killer is another one that's like that where he would. Uh, you know, take women, and then he had this, uh, like, basically trailer that he would, you know, strap them down to a table, and he would torture them before killing them, and, and, you know, raping them, all these crazy things, and he would play tapes and talk to them about, like, what he was going to do to them. And, like, you can hear these tapes, like, they exist. Like, I, I've i listened to clips of it. I can't listen to all of it, because, like, I would... I can't. Like, yeah. No, just... I agree with that, and... Um, like, he, but that's, that guy's that's, another one. That's, that's like, something that gets me is like i'm i don't like um like reading the letters and yeah. listening to the tapes because lisa nick's wife who's super into this stuff she listens to um sort of sort sort scale, scale. Yeah. and normally i wouldn't talk shit on anybody else's podcast but fuck that guy because he's kind of a piece of shit yeah but that's what she would tell me so like i would get like recaps from her because i don't want to listen to myself because he would play like 911 recordings and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's just well, too much for me that dude's kind of a sadist and it like yeah. egomaniac yeah and the lisa, guy who hosts that yeah. and that's what lisa would say it's like i, I talked to her and she'd be like i i don't know if i can listen to this anymore yeah and, like she kept listening to it for a while but like I stopped listening to that podcast because of that, like partially because of that. And I'm really interested in this stuff, and that's even... Uh, yeah, I think me. there is a certain line, and maybe this applies to everything we talk about on this show, but there's a degree to which we're all kind of fascinated by serial killers, because mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. part of our just culture in general. And then you go a little deeper, and there's people that are interested in how it works. And I'm sure there is a sub-level of people that are not serial killers themselves, but they do have a certain fascination that goes beyond what's healthy. Yeah. And I, I, and I think that in itself adds another layer of like fascination. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like this weird pyramid where it's like, oh how weird is it that this guy's like almost serial killer because he's like super into the serial killer. Yeah. It's kinda like you said, like I don't think you're nearly there. No, 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 no. But it is interesting that there is a depth to which you you're just becoming a sadist yourself. If it's like oh, I love, yeah. love reading these letters, no, it's it's, like... it's 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 hard. I, I like a lot of the like when I listen to like a, one of those podcasts about one of these serial killers, like Sword and Scale. Um, when I would listen to that podcast, I would listen to like a couple of <coughs> episodes at a time. I would like binge it, but I'd have to stop at a certain point because I would like was literally becoming depressed because of it and okay. like paranoid and like it would it, it was bad. Um, uh, or and like recently, I've been like another one that I listened to. Like I was finding myself like. I would get, like, two in, and I'd be like, okay, like, I'm gonna stop for a week now. I need to, like, cleanse my brain of this horrific stuff. And because they would play tapes, like that Toy Box Killer I was talking about, like, I had to hear that shit. Like, on this podcast, and I'm like, oh, like, this is interesting. And then it's like, oh, this is 
Like the yeah. yeah, that's that's when it gets too real for me. Yeah, I, but I know people who are like, oh, that's so cool. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> no, Man. like I mean, it is, but I don't know. Like, I got yeah. I got that way with like watching Breaking Bad, like the earlier seasons Breaking Bad, where I'm like, this show's really dope. But I need to take, like, a week off because I just yeah. watched two episodes in a row and now I'm really sad. I don't think I can handle any of this shit. So, to get us out of this murkiness a little bit, I have kind of a fun question. Well, about as fun as we get. Yeah. Um, so, so Kev, you said part of this is you're sort of like a paranoid person about yeah. it, right? So, you live in the city. Yeah. Right now, you're in the middle of the woods. Yes. Where would you, if you had to stop and think about it, where would you be more anxious for a serial killer specifically to get you? Uh, probably the woods, only because of my aversion to this seclusion. Um, <clears throat> it's easier out here. Like, where we right. are right now, like, if someone came through here, we'd be done. You yeah. know what, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I have, like, neighbors. We put up like, a, I in a... a lot of knives, though. <laughs> but, but it's more like, I have, like, neighbors. Like, I can, like, if shit went down, like, it, it's not very... You ver- feel like, the I safety a... net of society. Yeah, like, I have a roommate that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I would, like, people would, it wouldn't be... Well, that might easy. be a serial killer. I, 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 I've known him <laughs> for 20 years. I would not be shocked. Um, Shout-outs to Matt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ginger When, bastard. um, this morning, one of the neighbors stopped by. And our, our cabin is, we have a 10-acre property. And so the, the closest neighbor is not super close. Like, how far away would you say? Probably, like, 500 yards, maybe more than that. I'm really bad at judging that shit, too. It's for, yeah. It's, it's a certain amount of distance. We saw, like, their lights in, the in like, through the woods, but, like, it's kind of far yeah. away. So they they came over, and um, they just they, they wanted to see if my dad was up here. They are doing some work. And because I knew that we were going to record this and, like, it's been on my mind, I had this moment where I thought, because he and, um, he just rides up on his, um, like, his golf cart. And I had this thought that, like, if he just had a gun and just opened fire. I saw you get a little tense, actually. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Um, we would just, that'd be it. And, like, people wouldn't know like people know like like so they know we're here but they don't know where not in, and not in time people to do wouldn't, anything yeah. about it wouldn't start looking for us or getting concerned until probably like tomorrow night 10 o'clock tomorrow night yeah yeah right. um, because like we have cell phones but the service is spotty and like i told before i left i told my girlfriend like hey, I, I get service up here but like it depends on like where i'm standing yeah sometimes so like if i don't text you back i'm not ignoring you i just probably didn't get it so like she knows that maybe I'm not gonna be communicating as much. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, it for me, it's just like, I guess like you could argue like the density of the population, like you're you maybe like statistically speaking, there's gonna be there's more just more people that more, could kill you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a lot harder because, like again, I live in a three story apartment building. Like it's you know, and it's not necessarily easy to get to right. me you yeah. know um but then again i guess if they really want to <laughs> yeah because you know. that was that was kind of a thought that i had when i was living in south philly and had uh multiple roommates and lived on the third floor and i was literally the furthest away from the entrance to my house as you could get and like i was i was like oh well if something goes down i'll hear it first like but yeah, yeah. i just i just a really because... fucked up terrible thing to think because i was also like Oh no! If anything goes down, I hope it goes down t- on me and not like the people that I'm yeah, like, yeah. living with. Yeah, I just ask because I always try to bring everything back to numbers, and I know from a logical side, like there's just less people here. 
So in general, there are less things that could... Yeah. Like, like I'm not going to get... I'm less likely to get in a car accident tomorrow as we leave this cabin than I would on the parkway in Jersey. Yeah. So so I try to think about... But I admit also that there's something about being here in the woods that whether we're talking about serial killers now or aliens or whatever else... We don't have to talk it about doesn't it. Ma- <laughs> it doesn't matter. We feel a little more uneasy. So I just think... Bringing it back to the location we're yeah. in, it's I, it's an interesting thought, like thought experiment of why would you be more nervous here? And, and I, yeah. yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to get into the head of a serial killer because it's, uh, it's I, I I don't think that it's way. A slippery you know? slope, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to go too deep in the. If we don't make it back by ten o'clock tomorrow, you know who to look at. But it's like for me, like I'm just thinking, like, like if I had that compulsion, and it's like I would go for like. Like it's again, it's hard because of the, there's all these different things that kind of the factors that lead into that, but it's like I would want to like oh I'm gonna go to the place where like I could take care of that compulsion and people might not even notice. Right. Whereas like in a city where like if people start going, what the fuck is that? What the fuck was that? Gone. Anything? I don't either. Where is it? Did you see anything? No. What the fuck? It's over here. Here. Uh, Dave, I'm gonna give you the gun. I don't see anything. Yo, this is fucking wild. Alright. Hold on. I'm getting the knife. Can you get, can you get, like, the, yeah. It's easier to see. Can't see a goddamn thing. Wait, you wanna get one of the flashlights and... Yeah. I got one on me. What the fuck? Was that, that was, was that under us? I felt like it was under us. No, I thought it hit the front. I thought it hit the door. Yeah. But I'm awake now. Can you turn the lights off again so I can see outside? Yeah. Is this door locked? Do you want the flashlight, dude? Yeah. Yeah, that one's locked now. It wasn't before, what but I just locked fuck? Not even anything that would have just like knocked into it. Yeah. Is the fire still going? Nah, fire's out. Do we want to peek and just see if something was leaning against the door? That's not yeah. like if that we had left outside. What would have been there? Uh, Nick, let me leave. Yeah. Yeah. You need some light? Yeah. Yeah. I wish we had a better flashlight. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I can grab another beer now. I'm going to bring the beer inside. <laughs> Funny because we're like, you sure paranormal serial killer spooky shit? But also, I'm like, was that a fucking bear? Yeah, that's well, why. No, I that's ass- why I went straight. To I assumed there was a bear. Oh, I assumed there was a bear on the deck. I thought it was H H Holmes, my H H homie.
Okay. All right. Well. Lights on. Well, that's that's why we keep the gun loaded. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're Fuck alive. It. Thank God. Yeah. Good thinking, man. Yeah. The door was locked. Oh, okay. No, that was good thinking. Yeah, no, that's why I went to brace it. I was like, fuck. This one, yeah, this one, though, was not. <laughs> yeah, okay. This one was kind well, of, I mean, it is now. But I, I mean, as long as it's shut, and it, I know it no, was it was shut. like popped open I mean, a little bit because when I was? went o- when I went over oh, to it, okay. it, like I like pushed it. In. All right, because as long as it's shut, I mean, it's yeah. it's locked there. and breaks. I can't wait to re to that. Guys, get a Patreon so all of this fucking shit can be. <gasps> here's your beers, man. If you want to drink all of them, they, oh you know, yeah, these are my uh, my new ones. boys. Is it still recording? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh. That's fine. I'll I'll bring no, his, no, no. I'll bring his back. Also, in. no, I know. Yeah. Not to be a square, but my family also like we share our locations with each other and shit. So if we did get murdered, we would be found. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and also big. We have goes, wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't not care where we are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. guys, who would? All right, guys, I get it. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's my knife. Not a good couple. Nick of sen- and I. Not have a good couple of sentences lives. to say. Yeah. I should and have said four successful lives. I should have said those two sentences one after another. I get it, guys. I don't have a girlfriend. Where's my knife? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, I'm an incel. <laughs> All right. So if you're wondering what just happened, so are we. <laughs> please tell us. So we're a little freaked th- out. This this area is pretty damn secluded, and there's a lot of wilderness. And uh, basically, there was a large thud at the door, which resulted in us having to pause the conversation so, just there and go outside with a loaded gun. And yeah, that's why. If you can hear nights. Dave say, "Where's the peace?" He was referring to the fucking gun that we have just loaded up here. Never mind that you will not hear Kev's voice for the duration of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> remaining. <laughs> um, just yeah. kidding. We're all here. Yeah, we're, we're all, safe. We're all fine. We're I don't all... think it was the wood, though. I don't think any of that like fell So over. we might as well give some context. So there's a front porch, and on it there is a large stack of firewood. And the leading theory is that a piece of firewood fell onto the deck. But I will admit, being as cynical as I am most of the time, it sounded like something hit the door. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. why we just kind of assume, like, oh, because it wouldn't be weird for a bear to be rooting around I in mean, a campsite yeah, where we've been yeah. eating food and snacks outside all day. Right. That's not that weird. So but it is weird that we didn't see anything right away yeah. when we looked outside. So. Um, I, it doesn't also help. Th- I mean, I'm an anxious person, so I know I add to it. But like, <laughs> You're literally even, just talking about yeah. yeah. Just ask Kev, would you be more afraid here to yeah. be murdered? We're on scare tactics. Oh, my I, God. I just realized I, my fucking inner Bronx came out. I did call it a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First thing you said was gun. Yes, like, that was gun. Just, said gun. It yeah. was just like you heard the noise and you just went gun. Dave, Dave, fucking, he heard that. Yeah, he shot a gun and Regulated. the door was shut. But he runs and just braces the door. Yeah, yeah. Dave's the uh, Dave's a real OG here. I like, grabbed the gun yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Do I be the hero?" And then I was like, "No, I'm handing this to Dave." <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we've also I think been a little bit more on edge. Uh, so it's cloudy tonight, so there's a lot less light outside. No stars. No stars. And, it's, pitch and it, it's pitch black, and it's like so creepily quiet. Yeah, um, and this guy in a suit keeps coming around and trying to give us stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Seems kind of nice, but he's really know. tall. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Lenny. Anyway. 
So, how, where, how, where I mean, were we? I, yeah, no, and we I have no, where are we with We were time? talking about, oh, would you rather be murdered it's by a seam? It's an hour and like 20 almost. Okay. okay. So we would never, was... we would never normally show the seams splitting this much, yeah. but I think <laughs> we're having it, we're, we're having a genuine moment yeah. here. Yeah. So Damn. I think we can probably start circling the drain a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Damn. so on the case of serial killers, what are some kind of closing thoughts that anybody has? Well, if you're looking to get ser- into serial killing, <laughs> there's actually a really good DIY thread. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's Ca- multiple yeah. Reddit threads on yeah. how to be a serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, it, it's it's basically it's it's okay to be into serial killers. Yeah, it'd yeah. be the big takeaway. Yeah. It is a really interesting subject to see how dark people can get. Thankfully, the the positive message in this is serial killers really can't. And I'm gonna be putting my foot in the mouth. They can't kill you, so you're fine. <laughs> I'm going to be putting my foot in my mouth if a serial killer pops up in the next two or three years, but they or seem to... Or the next minutes. minutes. What the fuck? They seem to not be getting as much traction just because they're caught before they can really yeah. get the numbers. Uh, I mean, there have been a few... I mean, and obviously this is like the end of this. We don't... I don't have to go into details, but there were like two kind of more high profile one in Canada. And, yeah, there's one in Toronto right now. And then and and well, he's c- captured. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then there was the dude in Florida who was just like walking around his neighborhood and and shooting people at random, basically. Mm-hmm. But that was like his yeah. mo. Um, but they caught him within like two or three two murders, I think. Yeah. Like he just got like he's like a quote unquote serial killer. It's not like a. They, they just don't make them like they used to. So well, no, it's the same reason you don't hear about Bigfoot anymore because everyone has everyone a has a camera fucking on their phone. phone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Maybe yeah. it's Bigfoot outside. Oh, Jesus Christ! I mean, Big if he face. wants to hang out, I got beers for him. <laughs> Maybe it's Milkfoot. Maybe that was just him knocking. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to have any positive takeaway, it's unlikely that you'll be killed by a serial killer. I would say it's more likely, if you live in an American city, that you'll die from contaminated drinking water. Yeah, no, what you should should really be worried about is heart disease. Yeah, Yeah. Heart disease, right, yeah. No, I I think, I mean, there's a lot of cool media out there. Like, we mentioned that show Mindhunter. There's a shitload of podcasts that go into true crime and then from there break into more serial killer based things and, and that's like episode by episode and it's, it's, it is it's is really interesting um, please don't judge people who feel this way about serial killers I'd really appreciate that um, <laughs> well here's the thing you've been doing a good job of like talking about how like these people are really pieces of shit. Yeah, I mean they are. I mean I'm not like I, I'm. I, yeah, yeah. Like, you're not like there's the, no glorification here. Though we're talking you're not about like monsters. The, yeah, the fucking kids who are getting like the Columbine shooters as tattoos on them and saying how fucking great they were and shit. Yeah, like that's the thing that's happening because we live in a fucking nightmare world. I would <laughs> say if anything, Kev's putting a big old serial killer target on his head. Yeah, talking, right. all, talking, <laughs> talking all this, all this shit. shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean I, I think it's really cool. Um, and you know if uh, I, I don't know I. I it's, I'm still kind of rattled right now. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> to, to kind of get things to a close, I would say be on the lookout for more because we can always do in-depth profiles. I think, like, yeah. I think we did a lot on H.H. H. Holmes, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so thanks, Dave, for like walking us through a lot of, of what makes him. Because I think he's kind of a, a good foundation that people don't know enough about. Yeah. He's a, I mean, he's considered like, America's first. It, it was our yeah. first right. serial killer. Yeah. 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 
Oh, so, I first one it was patriotic. Anyway. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and, and it hurt at first, but then it began to feel good later. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a lot to go into with per- each one. I mean, like anytime I've listened to these, like I think the one podcast I listened to, they had like four episodes on Ted Bundy alone. Wow. Like what four? And, and then you know, yeah, yeah, like um so I think it's, you know, I, I mean there's a lot to to dig into and there's a lot of uh room for just like going in. Like I'm sure my job would hate if they went into my search history. It's just like weird <laughs> Wikipedia, like spiral. Like, oh god, into. why couldn't you just watch oh, sibling damn. porn? Like yeah, else. <laughs> you know, and it's like, like and that it's just like the killer like, Ted yeah. Cruz does <laughs> on our nation's. You heard it here first. Folks. There's a lot out there, just kind of you know. So it's it's easily accessible, I guess. And uh, I don't know, you will get cool. put on an NSA watch list though. So just, but who the fuck isn't at this point yeah. now? Trust me, that's not. This is the least of my worries. <laughs> on one of those lists. <laughs> so. Thank you, Carl, and thank you, Kev, for, yeah. for coming Yeah, it's on been a blast. Guess. I'm so glad that we uh, had you on again, Carl. You're always welcome, bud. Thank you. And, Kev, I'm so glad we finally got you on, yeah. too. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a huge we'll fan. We'll do this and, again, hopefully, without needing to post up on every window afterwards with weapons in our hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> High likelihood of that. I mean, uh, my weapon was um, uh, this mini flashlight. Yeah. That I had that it's I... okay, Kev. You gave us light, and we need it. Yeah. <laughs> I, am the, I am the opposite of chuffed right now. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this did not get me chuffed. <laughs> All right, so thank you, everybody, uh, for tuning in. We'll be back. Uh, I know we've been a little spotty with releases, but we're going to get better at that. Nah. And, uh, okay. <laughs> we're not, not going to get better at that. And, uh, <laughs> we'll try we we can't wait to talk to you again soon with something really cool and expect more serial killers in the future for sure not like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, on, not like on, on no you show. know what i stand by it that's gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. happen <laughs> thanks a lot everybody as the, yeah as bye the everyone <laughs> i'm not gonna do it we're all freaked out i'm not gonna <laughs> shout i'm not gonna scream bye <laughs>